0: I'm a huge fan of her brand and her line, but I am also such a fan of everything that she is doing in the space of dermatology and skin health, and um, she's truly a leader in the field. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Dr. Mariana Blumen Karasik. We can call her Dr. MBK, and she is the founder of Stamina Cosmetics as well. So welcome to the show, Dr. Mariana. I'm so excited to host you.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Ekta. I'm so pleased to be here. I'm really grateful for this opportunity.
0: No, I'm really excited to um to chat with you, to learn from you, because I know you have so much experience, obviously, in the field, but also you're doing great things with your brand, you know, and I, and I can't wait to talk about it. But I want to get started with you and to learn all about your career journey and what led you into medicine and, you know, dermatology. If you could walk us down memory lane, that'd be a great
1: place to start. Well, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's a quite a journey, uh, thinking about it. Medicine-wise, I guess I was one of those biology geeks in high school, just interested in the science and research. And then through different experiences in the hospital setting as a volunteer, I realized how much I cared about taking care of patients and contributing to the medicine, not just through science. And so I pursued medical school from college on. And uh, in medical school, I had this interesting encounter during my internal medicine um, rotation, where I was taking care of a patient that had broken up in the hospital with a rash. And we consulted the dermatology team and to see what the cause of the rash and how best treated. And during their rotation, I was just so fascinated listening to them breaking it down to understanding, you know, the cause of it, and that the skin can actually reflect and tell the story what's going on inside the body and what medication the person potentially could could have taken that caused it, and um, whether their hormonal imbalance of thyroid was a cause. So just for me, just listening that to that and seeing that, you know, our skin can mirror wa- our well being was that light going off in my head going this is something that I'm really interested in. So I pursued uh, dermatology um, rotation at that point. And so uh, as uh, through the rotation, I found that the field of dermatology is so vastly versatile um, because it really um, helps to take care of all types of patients, not just, you know, let's say women, BGYN or uh, kids and pediatrics. I'm taking care of all different age groups, genders, uh, a, um, uh, skin types, any anybody that, you know, has a skin problem. I can take care of those patients. And also it's versatile in what you can do. And on one end, you can focus in on um, just Diagnosing and treating this skin condition, but so it's very intellectually stimulating. Or you can really focus on just the pathology and look in the microscope and diagnose various uh, skin problems uh, through skin biopsies assessment. Or you can dive into the surgical aspect of the specialty and remove skin cancers and other type of benign skin lesions like cysts. And then you can jump and really uh, experience the cosmetic aspect of dermatology and. take care of the appearance of the skin, which is really transforming for the patient of how they think and feel about themselves and better that through lasers and injectables and chemical peels. So it's a really rewarding profession. And I solidified through that rotation and I um, really enjoy practicing it. And, you know, the the third reason I really love dermatology is I'm really passionate about skincare. Uh, As a, you know, young teenager, I used to spend quite a few hours walking that CVS and Walgreens aisles and then also um, through pharmacies. And when the Sephora started existing, visiting that and just, um, you know, trying out and testing different skincare products and trying them on my skin and i found that really delightful just feeling the different textures and the aromas and seeing how it looks on my skin playing around with makeup too so uh, i just i think that part of dermatology the skincare is also really really fulfilling so yeah. you know that led me to the uh dermatology and um over time i realized that Besides practicing as a dermatologist and helping people with the, whatever their skin needs, I also want to contribute by creating a, a unique skin uh, clinic uh, called Precision Skin Institute. And with the help with a wonderful uh, co-founder, pre- uh, my business partner, Le- Dr. Leslie Claire closer we open up Precision Skin Institute about seven-and-a-half years ago uh, in Davie, Florida, and that's where we practice now, you know, taking care of all the comprehensive needs, the cosmetic, the medical, the surgical uh, needs, also uh, focusing on the research and educational side of dermatology.
0: Wow. Now, I love that you uh, have had such a, you know, holistic approach towards this field. I think um, what you said is so, it really hit home, you know, what you said about dermatology as such a vast field, you know. I mean, I think even from the outside looking in, um, you know, just being in medicine, I've always been so fascinated as well, you know, with this idea that you know, dermatology can take many different uh, forms. You know, it, it can come in different ways a, a, as far as how you treat patients. And this idea of integrative medicine really shines through in this field. You know, it really comes comes through. And so for, on that note, I want to ask, you know, what is integrative dermatology? If you could walk us through that um, from your understanding.
1: Right. So integrative dermatology is a blossoming field right now. It really didn't exist. Uh, much prior to COVID, but it really blossomed over the last few years, mainly from the aspect of more of that scientific backing. Uh, Dermatologists are are usually really much, um, and I think most of them will agree with this statement, but nerds, they really want to see data and science behind anything that we want to apply and um, utilize for our patients. So with the integrative dermatology Seeing the breakthrough of more knowledge and the data backing over the last few years, it was very encouraging to embrace that. So, integrative dermatology is a field of dermatology that I practice and embraced during the COVID pandemic. It's combining the uh, both the traditional medicine with a complementary medicine that is based on science that is not harmful but actually very helpful and you know it's if it's approach of seeing patients in not just isolation someone who has a skin issue and it's a skin problem but holistically to really understanding what is underlining multiple causes and many of the Chronic skin conditions have multifactorial causes, whether it's an issue that's going on psychological or other physical things, gut issue, um, but really seeing the skin in the mind-skin-body connection. And yeah. uh, in a very personalised way, you know, just seeing every individual is like having this discussion, what is going on in your life? I mean, how are you sleeping? What are you eating? Are you eating a healthy diet in general? Are you getting enough rest, mindful moments with the loved ones? And having that discussion for almost every patient in the clinic. So initially when I embarked on it, it was a little bit of a, Challenge because it, it does take longer time for every consultation, but it's a lot more appreciative for the patients because it feels more wholesome and it feels that it's more sustainable because it has more long term results.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's so novel you know, in today's, uh, just today's landscape, because, you know, as you know, like, everyone is talking about, for example, like, you know, the the gut-skin connection, right? And then uh, they move into other aspects as well, like, you know, mental health comes in, and um, a lot of different, you know, uh, organ systems, a lot of different physiological processes get tied in, and I think as a consumer base, we're definitely catching up to this idea, you know, that there is a a link between everything, and we need to understand that, but I I mean, for from, a, from this perspective of, of a professional um it's very rare to see you know um dermatologists really speak on this so I'm glad that you're you're touching on this now because I've always been fascinated with that especially with our skin you know I, it's everyone always says and I think all of us know at this point is our largest organ but we never talk about what that really means for all of our other organs you know what I mean and like how all of it ties together so I think it's definitely a very fascinating place to um you know study obviously but then also understand Man, in laming terms, you know, for consumers. So I, I'm very excited about this. Um I'm so glad you're
1: recognized. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad that you're recognized more of other individual patients are coming to see me and recognizing that too. And they're asking more questions about it. And so typical acne patients in the past would just listen to recommendations. Well, you have to use this cream and that cleanser and this. But many are asking, what What about my, you know, what am I eating wrong or that could be contributing? What else am I doing wrong in my lifestyle that could be contributing? What other issues? And so having that more global approach to breaking it down and explaining that everything is interconnected, for instance, like just the, the aspect of what we say stress. You know, every day we experience stress. Life is not easy. It's very challenging. You know, we are, I, I really empathize with, especially, uh, a lot of professional uh, and who are parents, especially mothers, you know, postnatal having babies and then toddlers. And then, um, you know, uh, like myself, for instance, you know, I'm working, I have a practice uh, running, and at the same time, I have three small children. And it's a lot of up and downs of various different things that are happening in our lives the COVID, the pandemic, and the stress that created. And, you know, there are uh, Terrorist attacks, and then there's school shootings, and there are, you know, constantly, uh, you know, various other scary things that are going on in the world, and then throw that on top of that, the usual uh, life cadences of hormonal challenges, be it puberty or uh, post uh, delivering a baby or perimenopausal stages you know, that's a lot of shifts in our body of these different hormones. And stress starts a lot with the mindset and neurological, and then it flows out to the um uh, neurologi- uh, the immunological and hormonal, the endocrinological system, and mm-hmm. immunological, and then the immune system, and then it hits our skin. And the skin, instead of just reacting with various rashes and breako- breakouts is not going to just say, okay, well, that's what we're going to do. It's going to response back. And that's going to send its own set of signals. Because in our skin, we have all those systems, all those different molecules flowing neuropeptides and hormones, and it's gonna send back that signal. And that's just gonna continue with amplification to this vicious cycle of uh, the stress mind and all the other organ system. So we're all interconnected. So seeing that is just kind of a wake up and um, for many of us and realization that we can not just focus in on treating skin in isolation. We have to see the whole big picture in an integrative approach.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, you really, really nailed it. I think that that's really the interesting component
0: is that there are so many factors. I think we, um, I think as people are just so um, inclined to look at, and I'm sure you know, through, you know, your practice and your experience, you see patients don't really notice till something shows, right? Like we don't notice things till we see these extreme signs and symptoms. But then you had mentioned something very interesting, which is the immunology, right? Like that is a component of our health that no one wants to talk about really in detail, but it's always, the immune system is always working. You know, it's always there in the background, whether it's, you know, a heightened immune response or, you know, a muted response, it's always there. And I think for consumers to start understanding that these components are. A, you know, playing into whether you're having breakouts, whether you're having, you know, premature aging signs that, that this is huge, you know, and for us to come to this understanding as just people and consumers, like that's going to really shift the game. I think going forward in terms of how we approach our skin health, how we're looking at, you know, what kind of products we're utilizing, why we're using those products, it's going to play into everything. So I, I think it's really at the heart, you know, of, of understanding what is good skincare, um, routine and what is a good, you know, set of habits to incorporate. So I I love what you said. Yeah.
1: Right. And how do you translate that realization of, you know, integrative dermatology into the skincare line? And that was kind of the origin story behind Stamina Cosmetics, Uh, you know, because When I went on that personal journey during COVID, which was a very stressful time for me, imagine 2020, young um, uh, dermatology practice, Precision was born only a few years. It was only a few years old. And on top of it, uh, all the staff are depending on us for uh, guidance on how to handle this um, unclear, unpredictable, confusing uh, infection. And on top of it, coming home to uh, kids that now have to be homeschooled. And lost the support structure of the. I I feel like we didn't really appreciate our teachers until the COVID really hit. Thank goodness to them now, and I'm so glad my kids are back at school. But that you know that was a very very stressful time for a lot of us. There was a also political issues and economic issues floating around. So here I am, a stress ball, very very struggling through this. Uh, beginning of this pandemic and throughout and trying to stay afloat the best I can and then it's effect started affecting my skin i started to break out as well as well as my gut and my sleep and so I said to myself you know I have to get it together I can't just just treat the gut and treat my sleep and with melatonin or just uh, you know apply some creams on my face is gonna give and I have to approach my health in a more holistic way and so I started looking into complementary medicine that's how I came up on the integrative medicine route so really diving deep into the wellness journey and trying in different practices um, such as mindfulness um, I was really sitting at you know my bathroom and thinking to myself I know, Mindfulness can help with my sleep and stress and gut issues. There's enough data now. It helps with the skin, chronic irritation and breakouts. But how yeah. do I introduce this meditation? I cannot sit quietly. My mind is constantly durable and going and going and going. How do I do this, integrate that into my life and introduce wellness? So something I do as a habit, anchoring every day, is I you know put on my skincare every morning and every evening and I put a little makeup on top of it in the morning during that time it's my quiet time my kids know not to disturb me in the bathroom for that five ten minutes it's my quiet time it's my holy time and so I said why don't I just turn on that meditation app called calm and listen to guided meditation let's see if it can help me so I did that consistently for a week and I'm like hmm this is help. I think this is helping. I think I'm not as stressed out. And then my staff, the second week started commenting, "Doctor you're coming to work very positive and cheaper. Like what changed? And I'm like, uh, I think I started meditating and they're like, Oh, come on. I was like, no, seriously, guys, I'm meditating while I'm doing skincare. And they said, yeah. really? And then I started doing it more and more consistently and I started recommending it to my patients. And after that, I was like, Wow. So I can multitask. I can do skincare and I can meditate at the same time. And it makes me a better person. And it makes my patients, better people, my staff, now that I recommended my, my staff family. And so why not look at other aspects of wellness that's recommended a better, healthier uh, diet? And lets me exercise more regularly and let me go ahead and sleep a little better by setting an alarm and not watching any, uh, you know, scrolling through social media too late or watching silly shows. Let me actually get better sleep at night. So I started little by little incorporating more wellness habits into my life and recommending the same to my patients. And that was very successful. And so integrative approach and wellness approach was helpful for me and my patients and for my loved ones, um, my family and friends. So I wanted to infuse that into my skincare line. Uh, When the COVID hit, um, uh, it was also a very difficult time for skin eruption called maskne. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're aware of that. It's not as yeah. significant now that we are not wearing the mask as often, although I feel like we should get back to wearing it for protection because these virus colds and COVIDs and, um you know, flus are coming back. Uh, but, you know, mask wearing, those protective uh tight masks that essential workers, and then eventually, everybody started wearing during COVID to avoid the infection. were very um, irritating the skin, make the skin beer very vulnerable. It changed the pH, the microbalance, the hydration, exchange and regulation, the immune regulation, and that led to not just acne breakouts, but also uh, anybody who had underlying skin conditions such as psoriasis, eczema, rosacea, dermatitis um, started breaking out with uh, on, underneath the mascara from that vulnerable skin barrier and friction with this, what we call masne And it, that included myself and a lot of our, my staff members and a lot of uh, colleagues that were coming in to see me in the beginning of COVID. The problem is there wasn't a good answer for it because we didn't understand that condition wh- really well. So it's multifactorial. It's not just acne. And because we would just recommend the typical acne treatments such as salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide or... Um, retinoids, they were very irritating. They were compounding the issue, more irritation, more eczema. And so I had to kind of sit back and realize this is a unique entity and it's a significant struggle, the stress and um, this mass knee eruption um, uh, presenting on the skin. And they're kind of interconnected. The more stressed out we felt, the more um, mass knee flared up and recognizing that uh, mind-skin connection was kind of the light bulb going on in my head and saying to myself, this is an opportunity where I can help more than just being a dermatologist. I've always been passionate about skincare. I want to infuse integrated medicine as well as uh, help to solve this mass knee problem uh, by creating a skincare line that helps to improve our skin stamina to give us more strength, more endurance through this difficult stressor, um, and stressors that we encounter. So, um, that was the birth of, uh, stamina cosmetics, you know, figuring out how to resolve the mass and then coming upon a unique ingredient called hypochlorous acid. So, um, are you familiar with hypochlorous acid?
0: Yeah, I've heard a little bit about it. Yeah, but I would love to hear about um, what you, you know, what you saw in it to be, uh, you know, part of the products.
1: Right. So you know, the hypochlorous acid is um, is really like fabulous. It's a fantastic ingredient because it's a skin adaptogen. So skin adaptogens are a set of ingredients um, that really help to adapt our skin to various external and internal stressors. They're stress resistors. Um, And acids was something that was discovered in 1900s, And it was heavily used during the World War era as an antiseptic and cleanser. Um, Over the last 50 years, it was studied in dermatology and has proven to be efficacious for acne, psoriasis, eczema, rosacea. So um, it is a very multifactorial hitting type of ingredient because it helps to not only reduce the microbes, so antimicrobial, uh, such as bacteria, virus and fungi, but also it helps to um, reduce inflammation in the skin to reduce those inflammatory markers that leads to itching, stinging, burning um, of the skins, for let's say eczema psoriasis or rosacea. And then at the same time, it's very regenerative. It's been studying wound care to help to heal the wounds. So it has the repair capacity. So with hitting all those three aspects of uh, improving the skin, I, it was like, aha, so this would be ideal for masni that's mm-hmm. when I honed in as that for this skin adapter and hypochlorous acid as a solution for this major stressor during COVID, the MASNI, in order to use that as a hero ingredient for stamina cosmetics first two products, the stamina mist and the stamina serum.
0: It's interesting. So I I, I want to know, you know, what what is it that, you know, you noticed like I, I know there's different types of acne, right? So like mm-hmm. when you were seeing that the maskne breakouts, I mean, I know that for me personally, I know that people were breaking out, you know, left and right. Everybody was kind of experiencing it in their own way, like you had said. But I know that there was a difference, right? We all have such different types of acne. So when you were noticing patients are breaking out more and more, did you notice there's one specific type or did you um, see a lot of differences and variations? I mean, what was the overall consensus with uh, what you were seeing on average in terms of the type of acne?
1: The later part, yes, a lot of people were breaking out, but in a versatile way, just because it is a multifactorial condition. So initially, when we were just saying, well, I'm breaking out in the area where the mask is sitting, or close to where it's most of the friction where it rubs against the skin. Um, But then when the patients were coming to see me, when I looked at their skin, I realized, well, this is not acne, this is rosacea, or which is like pus bumps but they don't have any clogged up pores underneath. Or this is eczema where it's uh, red blotchy and scaly and rough skin or psoriasis with like a little plaques on top with a scale on it. So, yeah. you know, as a, as a dermatologist that, but well, this, this is not just one entity we're dealing with. It's not just acne. me is, we're calling it me, but the acne underneath the mask, but it's actually mask-induced dermatosis. So various other skin conditions, whatever you're predisposed to genetically, but that environmental change because of wearing that occlusive mask changed our skin barrier and made it more vulnerable. So because it made it more vulnerable, we were breaking out in this versatile, different skin conditions, and we can't just use the same product for all of them unless that product can rebuild that skin barrier and help with all of those aspects, the protection, the balance, and the repair. And that's why I helped chlorous acid came so handy because it can address all of those concerns. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, because I, I know that, um you know, with acne, like people were complaining a lot about it with the masking, but I, a lot of times, um you know, what I was noticing from just friends and family, right, that had similar situations was it looked like hormonal acne, you know what I mean? It looked like as if it was just like their normal cystic breakouts um that they would get but it was just more exacerbated now. And I always wondered like, you know, is it part of the stress that's going on? You know, is it because everyone is so stressed out right now? In addition to obviously you're wearing a mask you're covering up an area of the face that is, it's not getting adequate, you know, circulation of air and all of that stuff. So it, it was a very complex situation for me to understand, you know, just as an outsider. So I can imagine as a dermatologist, it definitely would have been a a interesting, you know, set of patients that you must have seen and that at that time
1: <laughs> so it was puzzling and that's where i was thinking that this is an opportunity to meet that challenge to figure out that that puzzle um yeah. and and it just kept thinking that we just need more stamina um you know uh, for our skin and we need more stamina for our well-being because everything was compounding besides the effect of the mask and inflammation, maybe not properly treating it by self-treating it. A lot of patients weren't coming in. They weren't even, they were afraid to come in into the office initially because God, that increased more infection. So there were a lot of fears and stress amplified it. It was a compounding factor and you know we our skin is constantly bombarded by aggressors that weakens mm-hmm. its longevity its health we became aware whether it's we're overusing certain type of skincare products or makeup or whether we are physically psychologically stressed out whether it's we're exposed to sun damage or pollution and it's only going to get worse with the environmental impact that we're having, and you know the even the blue lights and uh, high intensive visible lights that we use through the screen time, all of this is um, affecting our skin resilience. And so the way that we need to uh, take care of our skin is understand that this wear and tear will expedite our aging process of the skin. So if we want to keep our skin more healthy less of these chronic dermatoses and issues. It's you know, mask wearing mass is only one little aggressor. There's so many other stressors and to keep it more um, useful long-term. We just have to, you know, use the right products. And this is where the ing- unique ingredients of skin adaptogens come into play. So besides the um, hypochlorous acid as being the hero in the beginning for this stamina, um, cosmetic skincare line, uh, I wanted to go further and saw the success of it uh, for Massey. I wanted to go further and help uh, with the skincare line as um, uh, to help with the overall skin resilience. Um, so we expanded the line with other skin adaptogens uh, with the, the stamina mask, which was really targeting the blemishes. Um, the blemishes uh, that could be the secondary, the consequence of the breakouts either from the irritation or the breakouts that uh, from acne breakouts as well as the intention moisturizer that we added on in order to hydrate the skin because the skin barrier was so disturbed are you still there yeah yeah can you hear me okay Yeah. yeah no i mean that's that's
0: interesting to me because i feel that you know when it comes to hypochlorous acid, you know, I've definitely seen the ingredient, um, you know, within the skincare industry, but it's never been really talked about in regards to how good it is at treating all types of acne. You know, because I know we talk about, and that's why I'd asked you that, because, you know, we talk about acne and obviously there's the bacterial you know, reason behind acne, which most of us are very aware of, you know, but there's also fungal, right? And there's also, um, different, different ways that we can get acne. And I think hypochlorous acid is such an interesting ingredient to me because it targets everything, you know, it's targeting so many different, um, ideologies behind it. So that's why I, I I find it to be very unique. I think in any kind of a skincare formula is because we don't really see it a lot. And I think it's been one of those ingredients that's been really underestimated, you know, for a long time. I think we often gravitate towards these conventional treatments. Like, you know, I'm sure you've seen a lot of people always say, well, my dermatologist gave me retinol, you know, for my acne. They gave me uh, Accutane for my acne. And I'm, I'm a huge believer that I don't think you need to go systemic unless, you know, It's absolutely needed. I've always believed that. I mean, obviously, I'm not a dermatologist, but I mean, if I could, looking back in my teenage years, if someone had told me, you know, you can use this ingredient, it's going to get rid of your acne because I had pretty pretty severe acne, you know, as a teenager, I would have definitely gravitated towards that than even, you know, consider something like Accutane. So that's where I get very interested, you know, in, in what you've created here, you know, because it's very important to highlight that. It's important to highlight that we as consumers, don't have to go that extreme route sometimes, even though as doctors, I mean, you know, you know, we were given a set of guidelines. We're given these protocols of how, how to treat, you know, certain pathologies and how to approach it. But At the end of the day, that's where I think OTC products are really revolutionizing even medicine, right? Even from a pharmaceutical standpoint, where we're now understanding that there are other options. There is another approach that we can take. And it doesn't always have to come down to giving a teenager, you know, like Accutane. Like, I don't think it, I personally don't think it does. I'm like, again, I'm not a dermatologist, but I think if you can treat something from a topical standpoint, why wouldn't you do it? you know what I mean? And especially with what you're, you know, what we've been chatting about here, which is the maskly problem that occurred in COVID. I think really what that did for me, you know, when I think about it as a consumer, it made me more aware of acne in general, because now everyone was complaining about it, you know, on a mass scale, everyone was saying, oh, I'm having all these breakouts, you know, I'm wearing my mask more. And that's why that's what's causing my acne. But reality is, That We've always had an acne problem as a society. We just haven't been as vocal, you know what I mean, like Mm -hmm. overall. So I think that that, that's really interesting, you know, to look at it from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad that you see that and you can share that knowledge with the audience because, you know, you're such a beacon of light for others when it comes to the skincare industry. You are very frank and break it down and you, especially anything that is novel, but not uh, something that is a fluff, something that has a science and clinical basis behind it. So what I noticed about the acid is it definitely has wealth of science, but it's a unique a uh, finicky mon- molecule. So how it's manufactured, where it's manufactured is critical. So yeah. not just because a skincare product over the counter has hypochloric acid in it doesn't mean it's done well and has all the right, manuf- you know, the pH balance, the concentration that is appropriate for it to do what it needs to do to improve acne and rosacea and irritation of the skin. This is a unique product, not only just targets acne, it targets irritations of the skin. And and helps to hydrate and heal the skin. That's why I call the stamina mist as a calming mist. You know, it's like this toning spray that calms and refreshes the skin. So uh, being aware that it's an ingredient that is is something that's naturally derived, our immune system, our innate immune system cells release it when it sees uh, those microbes in the body Uh, is also really reassuring that we can tap into the natural power of our body, something that we do, but it's clean synthetic molecule that when it's manufactured right, created well. And I had to go to the top manufacturer in this country and make sure that it's uh, created exactly the way it needs to be that is backed by the clinical study, the way it was to show the efficacy that help, with the tolerability. So the skin is not going to react in the poor in a bad way. It's not harmful. It's actually helpful to not only to treat masne but acne and irritation. So when someone is using it, it can benefit their skin and improve their skin resilience.
0: No, absolutely. I think that that's a really good point that you bring up is this manufacturing component. I know like right now we're in a very interesting time with, you know, uh, Macro looking at, you know, all the manufacturing uh, facilities and looking at how people are producing what they're producing, because, you, you know, we need to keep that in mind. I mean, how many times, you know, Marianne, have you seen like so many brands that are born in the kitchen? Right. I mean, that it, to me, it still makes me cringe when I think about yeah. that, you know, that someone just whipped up something in a kitchen. It's That's just not what we do. You know, it's like, would you take something that was not properly formulated for, say, your liver health? That was just made in a kitchen? Probably not. You know what I mean? Most of us would say no. But people have, we've, you know, time and time again, we've seen that in skincare, we keep compromising on this level where we're saying that, you know, we don't care where it came from. Just give it to us. But I, I disagree with that. I think that, you know, the point that you made is extremely important. You know, when we're working with chemicals of any kind, for all the listeners out there, when we're, we're dealing with molecules, we have to understand that there is a strong level of of chemistry that goes into just stabilizing things, you know, like not even talking about the formulation, but like talking about stabilization of ingredients to be used in over-the-counter formulas that are going to last for a long time on a shelf Mm -hmm. and actually be efficacious. You know, that is a huge part of, you know, when you're shopping for a skincare brand, you might see that ingredient, like you said, you know, like we, you might see it in five different products. But then the real decision of what to buy, it comes down to, well, who is behind this brand? You know, who is the person behind it? Because if they don't have a science background, they most likely haven't thought about things like stabilization of a molecule or a chemical. They haven't thought about the efficacy in the long term you know, the long-term route of things, you know, is this going to work for all skin types? Is it going to cause things like, you know, allergic reactions? Those are all things you have to like keep in mind. And I think as consumers, we expect brands to be doing this homework, but unfortunately there's just not, I mean, a lot of times it's just not the case. They're not doing that. So I'm really excited to see, Marianne, that you've done that, you know what I mean? That you've you've put that thought in and you've thought about your patients and, you know, this isn't just something that was born on a whim, you know? You saw a real white space here and, and that's so important, you know, especially in the cluttered industry that we're in now, you know, like I'll be completely honest with you. I can't tell you how many times I see like, you know, another eye cream and I'm like, why, you know, like why do we have this? You know, if you don't need it, why do we have it? But it's, that's where I get, you know, I have a problem because I think truly efficacious products get buried under this clutter. You know what I mean? They get buried because we aren't sitting here and talking about, well, what is the need and how can we address it? Because not, not many consumers are thinking from that, you know, scientific method kind of mindset, right? Like they're not really approaching it like that. And I think that's where the homework comes in for brands to do. We have to think about that. And we have to think about, okay, if we're creating an acne product, we have to think about, is this really going to treat acne? Because, you know, there's a lot of products on people's shelves right now that are claiming to be acne treatments, but all they're doing is just, you know, buying you time. You know, that's all they're doing. They're not really going to the source. And I think, you know, what you had said is so, so relevant here, you know, with the adaptogen piece and also um, about saying how, you know, hypochlorous acid is something that's naturally occurring in your body. And we found a way, you know, you know, with Stamina Cosmetics, you're bringing that into a formulation that's going to be able to now apply it on your skin topically. And you're doing what your body is normally doing, but you're doing it in a, in a more I guess targeted approach. You know that's huge. That's absolutely huge. So
1: I I love you. it. I, you know I, I think thank it's you brilliant. for raising that awareness. I'm really grateful to you for having this. Uh, educational discussion to be able to raise awareness regarding the hypochlorous acid and other skin adaptogens that we have in our stamina cosmetics, because skin adaptogens are really coming into vogue now. A lot of um, skincare lines are incorporating them, Um, but I think the terminology is very vague. So one of my passion projects is truly uh, identifying what scientifically are the skin adaptogens because adaptogens are being used in in nutraceutical industry, adaptogens are being used in cosmeceutical industry. What are the true skin adaptogens and what's the mode of action behind them? Because you could say, well, most mostly people categorize botanicals, seeds and herbs and um, mushrooms and algae, as these skin adaptogens, but they cannot put that terminology behind it unless they actually have the scientific uh, backing behind what it does. So after extensive research, I really see these skin adaptogens as um, uh, skin conductors. They really help our skin to orchestrate the movement towards protecting, fortifying as much as possible, and equilibrating, finding that balance, the immune, hormonal, neurological, microbial balance, and then repairing the skin. Let's renew, give that energy mitochondrial boost to repair the skin. And so that it can stay as strong and resilient and energetic as it can be long-term. So that's what skin adaptogens are. And, you know, we tapped into the ones that have the most data uh, in our stamina mask. We call them a stamina complex. It's a blend of curcumin and to cola and aloe and green tea and resveratrol, cordyceps mushrooms. All of these are skin adaptogens that can do all those three things, protect, equilibrate and uh, repair the skin. Um, so, But there's more coming and there's not all have to be these uh, botanicals. They could be also clean synthetics, like I mentioned, a hypochlorous acid. And then you're probably familiar with niacinamide, but there will be more to be identified and I'll keep you posted on that.
0: I would love that. You know, I know I, I wanted to tell you though, I love your, the mask is amazing. It's one of my favorite oh. products. Yeah, no, I really, really love Thank it. You. And I. You know, I'm now in a phase in my life uh, where acne is not a huge problem for me. I still have my breakouts, but I really like it because it's very balancing for my skin. Like it really, really balances my skin after, you know, say I have a long week of, you know, you have work, uh, very long hours, you know, all of that. So when you're able to create a product that is able to balance the skin, I think it shows immediately, you know, in your skin results. And that's what I've noticed with the stamina mask is that I can immediately see that there is a significant difference when I'm actually utilizing the mask and when I'm not. And I, you know, there were, there was, um, a couple of times for everyone listening i i'm actually recovering from covid right now and covid like we're talking it's funny we're talking about it marianne because i we we're talking about masking but even covid like we said you know it causes so much stress on your body and it causes you and to break out and I, yeah it's inflammation and so it, it, i was having that you know i was having these like weird breakouts not like the typical type but i was having like this dryness and this weird like I don't know. My skin was just kind of going through it. And I remember I was doing the mask and it was just so helpful for my overall health of my skin. I immediately saw a difference. Like it's as if it brought my skin to life again, you know, just doing the mask. So I'm a huge fan of that product specifically. So for everyone listening, if you're like a mask, you know, mask kind of person, this is a huge winner in my book. I really, really love this product. So, you know, definitely. got you love it.
1: Yeah. And maybe some part of the integrative aspect of doing that mask, that self-care moment that um, you experience not just the immediate visualization of seeing those uh, glowy and more smooth and brighter results um, yeah. from all the skin goodness of the skin adaptogens, but also, um, you know, the uh, glow of the the little bit of glycolic acid and the kaolin, um, decongestion, purification cause, but um, just the actual process of just giving yourself that 10 to 15 minutes to breathe and look at the affirmation on the mask. All the products have these positive intention affirmations, you know, to boost our mental stamina. So this one on uh, the mask has glow with the flow. So um, maybe somewhere in the process you're like, huh. There's that affirmation, and maybe that will jolt my mindset. My and then at the same time, I am uh, giving them myself this positive intention of improving this reactivity that's happening on my skin. And my mind is working in the same direction as my skin to improve it. And, you know, it, just being feeling grateful for the moment. And they, uh, sensorial aspect of little cranberry and blueberry microbeads and the um, hip the aroma that's very subtle natural uh, fragrances that we added, that it's just the combination of it all. We call that stamina synergy. And that's probably the balance that, that you feel that we're all trying to, uh, you know, provide for our customers, our patients through this mask. It's a, For us, Stamina Cosmetics is not just the superficial aspect of skincare. It's skincare uniting with wellness that can help, help to enhance stamina, overall stamina. And that is our mission. And I'm hoping that you captured a little bit of that feeling during your masking experience.
0: Oh, absolutely. No, I really did. I, I really, you know, for me, I think we all have our favorite types of products, you know, like the, the type of product that you're using, whether it's serums, moisturizer for me is always a mask and I really really enjoy the whole experience of using this mask I think there's definitely you you know a lot can be said about products um you know when they immediately give you some sort of like a you know like positive feedback and I, I am always gravitated towards those lines and I think when I used it for the first time I distinctly remember feeling like oh my god like this is you know it was so good for my skin and just seeing that it actually was like a positive affirmation for me. And it, you know, in a positive way, like a feedback, you know, of like, okay, I look better and I feel better because I know that this worked for my skin. And I think for a lot of people, you know, if we're being honest, that's really what we want. That's all we want. We just want a product to work. And it really comes down to you know, if you can get that, you know, after whether it's a mask, whether it's using the mist or a toner or whatever it might be, if you can get that feeling as a consumer, that's what's going to make you come back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's really not about, we love talking about ingredients. and I love ingredients. I'm a huge science nerd. I think a, a lot of us are, but I really think what it comes down to is this idea that of what you're saying, it's, it's a lot more than just what we can put on paper, right? From the science perspective, it's about this synergy of events that occurs when you indulge in self-care and when you're able to see the immediate results that is what's going to get you hooked so that's where I'm like you know I really love that you've you've you know combined these different schools of thought where you know science is meeting you know mindfulness and that's very important you know and I really believe in that I genuinely do I think the mind-body connection is so much more powerful than anyone understands even as physicians we know you know there are is a huge difference between patients who are positive and they have a positive outlook versus patients who are just, you know, set on their body failing them. You know what I mean? Like there's immediately, you can see it, you know, on their, on their whole body that if you don't believe in something good, or if there's no positivity around you, you're not going to see the results of it, no matter what science is able to deliver to you, you know? And I think that that's where I think, yeah, skincare is just a very unique space for that. You know, it, it's an interesting, interesting place because you can combine it and you don't have to sacrifice the science. And that's another thing I think that stands out for with me uh, for Stamina Cosmetics for me is that y- you guys are a very science backed brand, but you're not compromising on the self care aspect. You know, you're not compromising on this need to sit down with yourself and say, no, I need a ritual, I need to set time. For myself. You know what I mean? Like I need to have that, that those five minutes where I'm like zenned out and I'm not thinking about anything but my own well-being and my own internal peace and you know what that means for my body. That's so important. So I I really love it. And I, I think you putting affirmations, you know, into the packaging and putting this whole thing together in the way that you have, I think this is definitely something we can look at as an industry and say, okay, you know, we we're starting to move into this direction now where we're able to tell people, we're able to show consumers that you don't have to sacrifice one for the other. You can have both and you can do it beautifully. And it's going to actually make an impact for your skin. You know what I mean? You're going to get those clinical level results, but you, you don't have to sacrifice parts, bits and pieces of your self-care journey just to get there. You know, that's, that's huge. So yeah, I'm a huge fan. I love it. And I love the whole Thank brand. You. And Yeah. Thank I mean,
1: you. I you it's challenging. It's challenging. Yeah. I mean, initially when I thought about the whole process of creating the brand as, and I was talking to my team, they're like, they thought I was crazy. So you want to make it safe and effective as a dermatologist. Okay, we get that. But you also want to make it clean. So no toxins, no parabens, no pegs, no phthalates, no um, synthetics, no, none of that. Of course, no, because I don't want to harm the skin. I want every only goodness. Okay. Okay. Um, but at the same time, you want it to last and you want to have ingredients that are adaptogenic. And those really do, do demand a lot of aspect of how do you preserve it? And then we've got to have clean preservatives. Uh, okay. And then um, at the same time, you want to add a fragrance there because that can irritate the skin. No, but there's certain fragrances that have allergenic and are very pleasant to use because most of the medical skincare that we're using now, and I'm a dermatologist, I know, they smell like science. And they smell not so yucky. And how do you consistently use that on a regular basis and not enjoy using your skincare? So that a lot of majority of patients complain to me all the time, okay, you, you recommended this amazing vitamin C. It smells like cat pee. I can't use that. Can you please suggest something else? And so I want my patients, I want my customers that use the skincare really savour it this moment, but do it in such a way that's universally across skin types, across genders, across ages, is applicable applicable to them. So it's a lot of challenging points that was hit that that was in the design of the Stamina Cosmetics. And then finally, I said, yeah, it has to hit all of those things and be appropriate for all those skin types. But then it also has to introduce wellness into it in order to uplift our stamina. And then they said, wow, that's going to be a loaded project. And but over time, with etching away and with education and opportunities like what you created right now, um, I think the brand is growing in its awareness. And you know, marrying wellness and skincare is not easy, but there is a space for it. We all want to multitask things in our lives in order to have the most fulfilling and successful lives. And if we can multitask that mindful wellness moment while we're doing our skincare makeup, why not? And maybe it will open up us to those more of that chance of embracing wellness through other venues, just like it did for me and my patients.
0: I 100% agree with you. I love that. And I think that there's so much to be said about taking on a project like that. I really, really commend you for doing it um i think okay. it's very easy these days i mean i'm not taking anything away from entrepreneurship i know it's hard for everybody but it's it, it's easy to pick one side or the other right i mean it's easy to do that but when you're really trying to create something innovative and and blend two schools of thought that's where the real struggle comes but you've done it beautifully and i really really love the line and for everyone listening i really urge you guys especially if you have um you know acne prone skin everyone can use it by the way it's a great brand for literally all types of skin i i don't want anyone to walk away from this interview thinking oh this is an acne only brand it's not it's for great it's just it's really great for all skin types like i said you know um, for me, when I did use the mask, it was just it, it brightens your skin. It you know, it just makes you look more more radiant, you know. And that's really something that I took away, you know, after just one use of it. So I really urge you guys check it out. Um, staminacosmetics.com is where you can see the whole line and the range. But I really love it. And I think especially with, you know, for all of you out there that are like, for example, healthcare workers we're still wearing masks you know what i mean like we have to wear them on the daily i mean there's there's a real need still so if you are still in that category of dealing with masky or you know it's something that is still part of your life is this is your solution it really works so check it out um i would love to hear from all of the listeners out there if you've already tried the brand or if you're um you know interested let us know um you know share your feedback your questions if you have any questions for dr marianne and her team please let us know we'll pass that along but uh thank you so much dr mbk this has been so wonderful to host you and to learn from you i've really enjoyed this conversation
1: thank you so much and uh, follow us on uh, instagram too at stamina cosmetics because i think we have a healthy dose of stamina instagram live coming up together also where we have Uh, We talk about various doses of stamina we can introduce into our lives on a daily basis, those habits and experiences that can enhance our skin health, our um, stamina and wellness overall.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I will keep you guys posted on the IG live because I will be going live with the brand and I can't wait to do that. And I am really, really excited. I hope to see a lot of you you there. And yeah, so I I will be uh, in touch with more details about that. And also check out our concept art because we will link the brand tag and everything in the concept art. So check it out. Thank you so much. And I will be back okay. next time.
1: Bye.